Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, I've got a dream from Larson about a muddy blind man, a cocky town bard, and what would it be without crocodiles? We also have cat naps the besties have submitted that have to do with Jesus bus stops, <laughs> church picnics and graveyards, shape-shifting serial killers, mm. and cheap car repairs. Hey, sounds good. <laughs> if you ever th- wonder where the word hypnosis or hypnotics may come from, we're talking about the Greek god of hypnos. All right, bestie. Jingle your jingle bells. Just jingle jangle them. And let's get started. Woo! Real quick. Quit first answer that comes to your head. Oh. What is your favorite Christmas song? Oh, Holy Night. And your least favorite Christmas song? I don't have a least favorite. Oh, God. First answer (laughs) that comes to my head. You can't... um... Mm, I don't, there's not one, maybe some of the more religious ones, although Oh Holy Night is like the most religious of them. <laughs> I know, you're like, uh. <laughs> um, pass, what's yours? Go. <laughs> uh, favorite, Carol of the Bells. Least favorite, um, the Wham song that everyone hates. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, because. Last Christmas. Last Christmas? Yeah. I love yeah. that song, though, just fan. because. Well, do you know he died on Christmas? Like, it was literally not that's that ironic. Song, like years and years later, you know, obviously, but he died on Christmas. Not the one like, previous. No, no, like, I mean, thirty years later. I don't know when. I'm not sure how long, but yeah, oh. he died on Christmas. It was his. We last can't Christmas. hashtag him. Mm. Nope. Yeek. All right. Well, on that somber anyway. note, should we read some dreams? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Or yeah, just in general. I, I've got um, kind of... Bit, pause, oh. pause. Um, however, what, whatever your thing is sitting on is moving a lot, and I can hear a lot of, like... Okay. So I don't know if we can make it any more stable. I won't be able to tell until you start laughing, but... <laughs> Okay. No? <laughs> Still bad? No. I don't know. No. How about now? Let me just... Uh, uh, I think... We'll see. If anything, I'll, ha- I'll stop you again. Okay. I'm trying to think what I could put on... Like... Sorry. <laughs> like, I didn't notice as much last time, so I don't know... Just I, how, did. I don't know yeah, what it I is don't. this time. It's a little bit different. I didn't put it anything different let's see oh boy (laughs) it's good
All right. Well, we can try it. <laughs> I think it's going to tip over. Well, that's not good. Okay. Don't break your laptop. No, it'll tip. All right. Me. Let me do that one more time. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that somber note, uh, let's read some dreams. Yeah. Ho- hopefully yeah, we get something. R.I.P. George Michael. But let's get to Larson from Delaware. Okay. I like the name Larson. Yeah. I've never heard that name, really. Larson. I like it. I heard it was a last name, but not as a first name. Yeah, okay. it's a last name, but that's cool. Last night, I had a four-episode dream series. I knew you'd like this one, Mindy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I went from being a blind old man to a bard to a legendary hero in retirement and then to being a mythological mm. couple akin to Adam and Eve. Okay. Do you know what a That's bard a is? Do you know what a bard is for our bestie that might not know? I mm, I don't know. They so kind of travel. It's an olden term. They would like travel from town to town reciting like epic stories and trying to also keep oh. like oral history alive, you know, things like that. Got it. Almost like a troubadour who traveled through town to play music. A bard kind of traveled through town to tell stories and things like that. So he, he, Larson had a busy night. Oh, and sorry, Larson is he or him. I should have said that. Okay. As the blind man with a third person perspective, I somehow had an accident and got caked in mud. I needed help from some younger men who were just standing around in the town plaza to get me some water and towels so I could clean myself, but they only scoffed and carried on their idle chatter with each other. Rude. Hey, you Gen Zs. Can you get off your duffs and help me with this mud in my eye, please? Like, get off your phones. Just bring your nose out of your phone for a goddamn minute. (laughs) (laughs) One minute, one water, one towel, all you need. Then I was a bard. I pulled out my guitar and ad-libbed a song about the importance of helping others. I don't know why he's singing. Maybe bards sing, hmm. too. I sang lyrics that described the process of ringworm infection. And I ended the song Whoa. with the message that when you prevent infection in others, you prevent it in yourself. Tying it all together with an overall wow. theme of helping yourself by helping others. This was my duty as the town Especially bard. Especially when it comes to ringworm. <laughs> Especially ringworm. It's a very hot topic. <laughs> I mean, if you're talking 1700s, it might be more of a problem then than it is today. But I don't know. I'm not a ringworm expert. Or if you're like a high school or college wrestler, I think that shit spreads pretty oh, yeah. fast. Because like, it's contact on contact. It just, yeah, anyway. Yucky. Well, at least... Brooke, are uh, you thinking about some sweaty wrestlers now? Maybe. Mm. Can we take a second? No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Three hours later. (laughs) We're back. Okay. (laughs) This was my duty as the town bard, being one of the few educated residents living there. Oh. The other men begrudgingly Mm -hmm. got to work. Okay. One asked me... Wiping his eyeballs? what he's got to work doing maybe spreading the message i don't know oh maybe one asked me why don't you wash the old man's feet then i said are you kidding me i'm a musician and i left i don't know why he was so concerned that those teenagers didn't help wash the feet and he's going i'm not washing those feet i'm a musician so he's just as bad you know for damn well i'm not washing those feet 
<laughs> I know you're not touching them. Nope. Okay. The sun set and I was someone else. I walked past the bard, captivating some young women in a barn that was repurposed into an inn, performing a song hey, about ladies. the creation of the world. <laughs> hey, ladies, want to learn about the creation of the world? Mm-hmm. Do you know about ringworm? Mm-hmm. <laughs> want to learn about ringworm? Sexy. <laughs> it's a pickup line that gets me every time. <laughs> I sat down at the long table where we all had dinner every evening. The barn doors were wide open, and out there I saw the blind man, all clean of the mud, wearing a fresh set of clothes. Well, that's good. So good. he was Someone he him. was watching the blind man from third-person perspective, and now the blind man's okay. Mm-hmm. And then I, he was the bard. That was like first person. He was right. the bard. So he's jumping in and out of these bodies and personalities. Maybe the barn ladies helped him, because it seems like, you know... Yeah, Something I mean, they, they all seem to, the bard seems to be less sassy, and the um, blind man is all cleaned up. So, hey, maybe That's they're good. doing better after he bounces win-win. around in them. <laughs> win-win. <laughs> the women, the blind man outside, and I were all once members of a party of heroes. That time has gone. <laughs> now I just wanted to lay low, but the women clinging to the past wanted to rekindle the passion she and I once shared. I lost my appetite and stood up and said to her to move on with her life. Well, Jesus, now he's turning into a bigger dick. That seems kind of rude for, (laughs) I mean. Right. I mean, for a hero? Uh, What kind of hero were you? Girly, that ship sailed. It was a one-night stand. Don't call me again. (laughs) Seems kind of like the the fact that he says, I lost my appetite? That seems kind of harsh. Rude. That's a little harsh. A little bit. Get on with it. Maybe she had really nasty feet. Good thing you weren't around. (laughs) Okay. We're almost through this wild, crazy ride. And then I was acting out the myth that people of the land had passed down to to explain why women and men have to urinate after coitus. Oh. That is you know that old that old gem passed down (laughs) it's like one of those fairy tales it is wait till the disney remake yes urinate after coitus coming this fall (laughs) first i was the woman see he's he's not afraid to try it all bouncing around around yeah the deed had been done (laughs) and i walked Mm -hmm. out of the cave and into the reeds hmm. to squat. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. When a crocodile suddenly jumped oh, no. out and bit my arm. I yelled out okay, to my... Okay, there's worse place to be bitten if you're squatting, but still yeah, not... Yeah, I'll take the arm. Great. I'll take the arm. <laughs> <laughs> I yelled out to my man for help. Then I was the man. And I ran out of the oh. cave and pried open the crocodile's mouth and threw him off my woman. And then I woke up. Wow. I'm exhausted just thinking about, I mean, that must be the most perspective changiest dream we may have ever had. I think so. And when I read it, I had to read it a few times because I was like, is he? Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm, Who's who? Bouncing what, around. Where are we in the story? Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. But interesting nonetheless, especially since it was all in one night. Right, yes. Why are we switching perspectives? First person, third person, bodies, men, women, like... Male, female, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't take on the persona of the crocodile as well, like... Because we've been everywhere. Awesome. Maybe we should fall back asleep, Larson. One more time. One more time. Sleepy time. Make it a five-part dream. Be the croc. (laughs) Be the croc. croc. Um, But maybe is it a way to escape from what's really happening? He doesn't really... And it's not like one similar thing to the next. Like, these things are all very different from each other. They're, it's mm-hmm. not like I was a fireman yeah. and then I was a volunteer and then like this. It's like, no, I'm in a cave having sex. There's a crocodile. I used to be a superhero. <laughs> you know, bar. Yeah. It's expanding like all all dimensions in time, really. I mean, yes, it covers it all. I saw the all. first part is being like the 1500s. The superhero part I saw much later and like future. Yes. And then this part I saw more like beginning of time. So yeah, because he's they're in a cave. He's like, yeah, it's it's all over Larson, the place. Larson, are you a time traveler? Maybe he or is maybe and he doesn't know maybe. it yet. Oh, and he's just like bouncing from maybe it's like quantum leap. Without... Maybe it's just like maybe quantum we have a leap. Scott Bakula on our hands. Oh Scott. my God! Hashtag what, what does Scott, Scott Bakula, Bakula dream? Dream. Oh. <laughs> All the little dimension jumping you do, little sir. Let us know, sir. Scotty baby. Yes, I would love to <laughs> hear what your Bacula. dreams are. Yeah. You know, did I ever tell you that, you know, they did a reboot of that? Yeah, it's show still on right finally. now, I think. I think it's yeah, on right now, I, isn't it? Is it? It well, might be. I started it because I, I really liked the original show. And then, yeah. and I just love the pre- the premise of it, right? Just moving yes. around from life to life. Era to era, but person to person. I think the the thing that they got wrong in the in the reboot was this the love story. Like, there's this whole love story. No, no, no. That's not and what that it's about. And that just totally story, drew me out. The love story has to be part of the jump, the leap. Like, he only yes, has not that, love yes. stories in part. Yes, it's not. Okay. I'm totally New Girl Every Week. No. And that's the reason I stopped watching it. NBC or whatever could be new, could network be new it's on. Boy. He's, he was a woman. He was everything. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, Scott, let us know what kind of pull you have. Yeah. Scotty, what you Scotty. Dream. Please. <laughs> Scotty, baby. Scotty too hottie. <laughs> you got a thing for Mr. Bacula? Yeah, well, I'm not saying I don't. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a pulse. <laughs> he, he is alive. Mm, sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But Larson maybe is also struggling with a way to see all sides of a situation before making mm-hmm. a decision. Who knows? There's so many variables in this dream. We don't know enough about Larson to pinpoint it exactly. But first, I felt bad because he's this blind man, right? And no one will help yeah. him. So maybe this first part is kind of his call to action you know i need help with something and that's just kind of how mm-hmm. he's starting his journey is like i need help and no one will help me yeah not only will no one help him but it's just that they know he needs help and they're just looking yeah, at him they like scoff at eh. him he says they scoffed yeah rude so rude. scoff rude who scoffs but 
No, I will not help you with your mud. Ugh. <laughs> it's going to get my white pants dirty. You shouldn't be wearing white after Labor Day, friend. Good point. <laughs> but then he kind of flips like he's totally helpless. And now he's a bard who's like cock of the walk, kind of. At least he thinks so. You know, walking around, sure. singing to the ladies and talking about ringworm. <laughs> talking about ringworm that my least favorite type of ring but yes if you talk about <laughs> diamonds emeralds worm ring ringworm no not, not so much a fan of that gem <laughs> so as you explained the the importance of a bard it brought to light for me that maybe he does have something to share some talent yeah. some piece of advice some Something and maybe something's holding him back. I think maybe he doesn't feel confident enough to do that. Yeah, but not. Also, no. Even though he has this position of like wanting to say something, at first, like no one's even really paying attention to him. Like he's kind of walking around singing about helping each other or helping each other help themselves. And we kind of talked about how ringworm is very contagious, but I don't know why he's. Bringing up that subject in particular, I did look up something about ringworm, and it says it could quite literally be an annoyance turned into like a profound irritation, so to Uh speak, gotten under your skin, Mm. um, possibly from a friend with some hostility. So I feel like he's fighting a lot. Mm. He's fighting a lot, and it could also symbolize sensitivity to the people and problems around them. So I think he's well aware. I mean, he's going in and out of everyone's body. Yeah. He, if get Don't anywhere. catch the ringworm when you wrestle in gym class. <laughs> <laughs> Verse two. Don't Verse catch two. the ringworm <laughs> when dancing naked in the grass. <laughs> It rhymed with gym class. Well done. I love it. Good job. That's why we're best friends. Maybe we could be troubadours. Mm. So the thing that I found interesting was, so after the first two parts of the story, he's been around, he's been in bodies doing this thing, but then he gets to see those characters outside of himself. Mm -hmm. Like he sees the bard singing to the ladies in the barn and he sees the old blind man but they both seem to be doing better now we kind of touched on that like the blind man's all cleaned up the ladies are now listening to the bard like no one was really paying attention before so it's like yeah Mm -hmm. does he promote stress when he's in these bodies or is he setting up the next resident (laughs) for success (laughs) So how come when Mm -hmm. he's experiencing it, it's negative, but when he sees it Mm. for who they are on their own, they seem to be doing quite well. Maybe, you know, it's hard when you're in the middle of crisis in your life or you're dealing with something to take that outside view. And and sometimes you you think things are so much worse than they are when you're experiencing them yourself. And no one's going through this but me. And you're so hard on yourself. And then people from the outside are like, it's not. It's not that bad. <laughs> you know, like... Right. Like, um... You, you, you know, you put more pressure on yourself maybe? sometimes than you need to. <laughs> no, I agree. Well, we only have two things left now. The hero part. Okay. 
Yes. Which for me, it doesn't really go into so much detail about how exactly was the hero. This part only to me showed me yeah. that he was a dick. Like the whole time <laughs> it was like he was disrespectful and it didn't show like that he had ever been good. So it's like, what kind of hero? And to be like, yeah, lost my appetite. Like, again, that's so yeah. mean. Maybe he was hurt by a woman in the past. And he's just mm-hmm. having some negative feelings about it still. So the last part was that he explained they were he was kind of like a mythological partnership akin to Adam and Eve. So the big reveal, like the big important information was we have to urinate after coitus. That's what it comes down to, the big revelation. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Did you miss that book of Genesis, Brooke? I did. I did must have missed for, that day in religion skip class. that passage? <laughs> I skipped that day in religion class. <laughs> I'm that was verses 14 through 17? No, I, I memorized that one. <laughs> Genesis 6, 14 through 17. I don't, we should look up what that really is. Oh, God. Oh, yes. man. And then we've got the crocodile attack. This was my favorite part of it. because Rude. well i mean there's coitus involved and there's crocodiles involved so you know marine life and yes exactly sexy time i did look up a couple different things with crocodiles i know we've talked about crocodiles in the past and they do have very Mm. different meanings so in chinese astrology it indicates a chance of being attacked or making an enemy in your life however if you manage to shake it off get away from it that means you'll be free from grave danger. So okay. that's what the Which Chinese astrologists think. And now in ancient dream dictionaries, being attacked by a crocodile is positive and denotes good luck. If you are swallowed hmm. by the crocodile, then this indicates that you are going to increase your spirituality leaps and bounds. So two very hmm. different interpretations. So, Brooke, what you're saying is we can never be wrong on this podcast. We can't be. I'm com- I'm covering all my bases. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> so, Larson, figure it out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I find it <laughs> interesting that he does look at it from every angle, like kind of literally. <laughs> you know, so he's trying. Mm-hmm. Whatever he's looking for, whatever he's trying to fix or solve or find, he's looking as hard as he can in every nook and cranny. <laughs> And that's exhaustive. Whoa, okay. Well, thank you, Larson. Thank you, Larson. Yes. Bestie, if you want to swag into the new year in style, one way you can do that is by ordering Remolations merch. You can head on over to remolations.com slash support. Get yourself something nice. You know, after the holidays, you return that stupid (laughs) pink puffy coat that you're... What? Oh, I love sorry. that pink puffy coat. I would not like a pink puffy. I, I'm just saying, I would not be caught dead wearing a pink puffy coat. And so, if someone gifted that to me, I'm going to return that, get the cash, and then go get me some rem merch. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Merch store is not the only way you can support the show. If you head on over there, you can also learn how to submit a dream and, and follow us on social. Yes. Cat naps. It's cat naps. This is when we have a bunch of short dreams or little dream stories. Maybe you just had a single sentence. We just read through them. We don't analyze them too much. And we just want to get as many of them out there as possible so we can hear from all of you. Lake Macy from Burlington, Wisconsin. So it was at a church activity night. 
having a picnic in a large, beautiful, spooky, but overtaken by plants type graveyard. Oh. Perfect place for church activities. I like the spooky part. (laughs) The graveyard was filled with a labyrinth-like bushes that were lit by candlelight. Super spooky and an unusual setting for a church picnic. (laughs) Yeah, maybe for outing, don't go to the cemetery. (laughs) (laughs) I was feeling uncomfortable by the whole activity, so I got up and left through the maze. I got to a secluded area near the exit of the maze, surrounded by crypts. And I sat down on an old cement bench. Oh, boy. There's something really scary about crypts. I don't know why. Like, they really kind of freak me out. Mm. Yeah. They're old and crumbly. Mm -hmm. And you know, they're, I don't know, they're creepy. One of the coolest things we did when we were in New Orleans is we went on a graveyard tour. Yes, I always wanted to do that they actually told us. Oh, it was so cool. And the guy was super neat, very informative, and touch on the history and he explained do you know why they say i wouldn't touch anything with a 10-foot pole no because he was explaining in these crypts these family mausoleum crypts that they would put it's a family grave site really so they put one person in when the next person died they take a 10-foot pole and push them all their bones to the back and they'd fall down and they put the fresh person on top so to say that they don't touch anything with 10-foot pole it goes to graveyard cemetery type history What if people died close to each other and it was like they were still not like... Then he's going to have a partner for a while, I think. (laughs) (laughs) That's so interesting. I really... Hang out. I really wanted to do something like that, but I was only there for like one night. So I would love to travel back there and... What if it was like your cousin that you really didn't like and then you're all of a sudden you're in like eternity with him? God God damn it, did it have to be... (laughs) Not like you have a cousin named <laughs> No, maybe we should cut that part out. <laughs> My cousin Dan. Yes, there we go. Such an asshole. Oh okay, Macy says, I could see out into the distance where the sky had a slightly red glow. My husband approached me out of the darkness of the maze and sat down next to me. I cannot remember the exchange between us, But long story short, he pulled a dead guy out of the crypt and seemed completely unfazed by it. Well, I guess he didn't mind not having a 10-foot pole. (laughs) Just pulled it right out with his hands. (laughs) He's like, Dan's back. (laughs) Dan, we got another spot for you. (laughs) You're You're moving next to Marcy. Marcy's like, hey, what? I'm not dead yet. (laughs) <laughs> so, wait, I'm not dead. <laughs> poor marcy okay the dead guy was just laying limp and decaying next to the bench i immediately had a meltdown crying and trying to get away from my husband he was unsympathetic <laughs> towards what he did but empathetic towards me just huh good i guess i mean i don't know that's interesting yeah That is interesting. He was trying to grab me with his soiled hands to bring me (laughs) in for a hug, telling me, Nope. It's okay, and don't worry, I can put it back. Oh! And then I woke up, crying and actually having a hot sweat. Oh, I don't blame you one bit. Yuck. Yeah, it's not a great setting to start. 
church activity, it, picnic. They're like, I've, doesn't I've get got better. the potato salad. <laughs> Do you want me to put it next no. to the crypt or at the picnic table? And or maybe we sure should put it in the crypt by Cousin Dan. <laughs> by Cousin Dan. <laughs> Poor Dan, R.I.P. All right, this is Bridget from Tulsa. I was on a Greyhound-style bus, third seat behind the driver. Very specific. Very specific. (laughs) I could just hear the radio playing next to the driver over the noise of the people on the bus. A warning was playing. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. (laughs) The very next... No, not that one. Wasn't that? Sorry. I don't think so, because this is a warning. If you were playing Whamageddon, you've lost. (laughs) You are done. We have ruined it for you. But it's probably already been uh-huh. ruined a long time ago. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it was probably point, ruined yeah. December 1st. <laughs> a warning was playing, an exclusive from the news about a white light appearing and causing mass amounts of people to disappear. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> the bus came to a bridge, and on the other side of the short tunnel, a white light was in the middle of the road, hovering at about Turn around. Height. Turn, Turn this thing around. Yeah, put this bus Turn in reverse. Taking it back to Tennessee. <laughs> Goodbye. But the bus came to a stop. Mm. The light appeared on the bus. It was Jesus Christ who first scanned around the bus ah. and then walked up next to me. Hmm. <laughs> Did he start singing Last Christmas? Because that would be pretty cool. He put his hand on my shoulder and started to sing last christmas i gave you my heart <laughs> you almost had me there oh, i almost I like, had you you're like really i guessed it this part's <laughs> kind of sad he put his hand on my hmm. shoulder and apologized for giving me life i was never supposed oh. to have existed he apologized I... for what i was about to experience then i woke oh, up oh i don't ah I don't that's happen, creepy isn't... but you should it have never painful. existed. That's terrible. And I don't like, know what... Wipe all your memories and any existence of... Jesus, that's rude. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you, Bridget. He's like, you know, that one time you did use my name in vain, so I'm going to have to take away your life now. Sorry, Shit. you were never supposed to be here in the first place. <laughs> That's, that's an interesting dream that's, though it's it's hard it is an interesting wow, we dream. are like on a existential We're, religious yes we journey are today. okay well here we go let's see if ivan can keep it up come on ivan ivan's from come on down. Louis. <laughs> you're the next contestant on revelations okay <laughs> i dreamed i decided last minute to go on an overnight camping trip my girlfriend was already there and i was going to meet her I was only going overnight, but I spent all day packing. Sounds like oh. me. I just can't. Sounds like get me. <laughs> over plan. I you need a morning outfit, a lunch outfit, an evening outfit, casual day outfit, casual evening outfit. You Ten need bathing suits. suits. Maybe I mean shoes, uh, stuff, extra underwear. Purses, you never know bags, what's going to happen. Underwear. Yeah, I mean you got to prepare. Hats. Hats. So my sister is uh, on vacation now. Which, by the way. I have to pick up from the airport in a few hours. Um, so, oh. Kelly, when you do hear this, sorry uh, about your car. I've been using it while you've been... Go- no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I have been using it. I'm like, if I, 
I'm going to use her gas. If I have to drive her ass to the airport, I'm using her car. I'm wasting yes. her gas because that's a sister thing, and I would do it, and I did. You but, could have driven my car around, too, when I parked at your house. <laughs> Who said I didn't park? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's the pain. Is that why the battery um, died? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You didn't have that horrible experience. <laughs> so You get back from okay. vacation, your battery was dead. That was pretty shitty. So Kelly went on vacation, and her and her boyfriend took one carry-on for five days for the two of them. And I look at her, I'm like, how? 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 Because you have to, you have to fit toiletries and stuff. And those little ones, that's not enough for two people for She's five had a days. Line, I'm like, I said, well, here's a question. How many pairs of underwear did you pack? Because this will tell you if you're an overpacker or not. Yeah. And she goes, she's gone for five days. She goes, 10. I'm like, okay, makes sense. Yeah. Two each day. Two a day. I'm like, like where do you put your shoes? Where do you put? Well, at least it's tropical. I can say that. Maybe bring two. Like, see, I would bring a bathing suit and a cover-up for each day. And I had to really edit myself. I brought, like, two bathing suits, two cover-ups for a week. And you know what? I survived. And it was great. But it took me 43 Mm -hmm. years to pack that way. To get to that point. For one (laughs) trip. It took me 43 years to ever have just a carry-on. But it was just me. Not sharing. I have my own giant suitcase, and I'm still hitting over 50 pounds. I'm like, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Mm-hmm. Ivan's been packing um, all day, all day. Shoes all and day. clothes and plates and utensils and blankets and a tarp that I was trying to organize into different plastic totes. <sighs> when I went <laughs> to get plates, they were all dirty and had been shoved in a bag for a long time, so they're all kind of moldy and disgusting. Yuck. I blame my cousins for this. Of course. More cousins. In real life, <laughs> my cousins are estranged, in parentheses. So, yeah, good. Yeah, blame them all you want in your dream. And you don't want to be buried next to them <laughs> in your family crypt, by the way, Ivan. So just no, keep that in mind. No, no, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> Suddenly, I looked up, and it was dark outside. It was too late, and I still had a four-hour drive to the campground, so I decided not Ugh. to go on the trip. And then I woke up. <laughs> Oh, boy. All your dream is, like, just packing, and you got no reward for it? Nothing. You packed all day and then didn't even go. All day. For, like, an overnight trip. I can at least, well, I don't know. I can't. Even though if I go overnight, I'm still packing way more stuff than I need. I just can't help it. This is Shawana from West Virginia. Okay. Last night, I had one of my scariest dreams, and I still don't know what to make of it. So I thought... I'd see what other people would have to say. The only parts I remember are being in a room with two detectives, and they said there was a crazy serial killer on the loose that had been stalking young girls. They said he had over 100 photos of me, and I said, oh. wait, really? Oh, that's creepy. That's creepy. Yeah, uh-uh. That's getting creepy vibes. They told me to look next to me, and he was right there. Oh, He was right next to me and had his face by my ear and was sniffing it. No. Get your ear. No. Sniff your own ear. I can't. (laughs) Don't sniff ears at all. Like, what are you expecting to smell in there? who sniffs an ear? I've never even heard of that. That's so creepy. The next second, we are in the kitchen talking about it. And he suddenly goes right by my neck and makes this horrible squealing noise. And oh. it's like he's sucking my neck to kill me. Oh, oh. 
it's this like a vampire serial oh, killer creepy. ear sniffer it's and too much even, it doesn't sound like he's biting her neck he's just, just sucking on it oh like a hickey oh, i screamed a hickey i don't the want a serial i don't want a hickey from a serial killer the last thing on my no, list of things please. i want yeah. Maybe death is the last. And the Maybe squealing? Oh, second to last. how creepy is the squealing part, too? Mm. Ooh, yeah. like, mm-hmm. everything is getting creepier. I screamed, and I could feel my heart going faster and faster. And then he turned up on the other side and did it again. Damn it. But this time, I woke up panicking and screaming. Yeah? Oh, oh just I the idea, too. The idea of, like, someone taking photos of you. I mean... I mean, everything about it was so uh-huh. intrusive. Mm-hmm. Photos being so like your ear, it's so close and you can just like sucking on your neck, but squeeze. <laughs> We've talked about awareness before on this podcast, but like being so unaware and how easy it would be for someone to follow you and you don't know that they're following you and taking pictures of you. It's just you have no idea. It's just an awful invasion of privacy. It's just creepy and I don't like it at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Sorry. Well, thank you, Shawana. But thank that you. That was super unsettling. <laughs> yeah. I've got a dream from Riley from Portland, Oregon. Okay. After I had my daughter, about six to eight months after I gave birth to her, I had the most painful dream of my life. I mean painful. Oh. I was attacked by wolves and torn apart. I can still feel their teeth ripping away at my skin. I can still feel the heat of their <laughs> breath smelling my ear. <laughs> and I remember looking into the alpha's eyes as he approached. Ever since this dream, nine mm. years ago, I haven't remembered a single dream since. Shut up. This is fascinating. Yeah. Did it scare her so, so much that it forced herself to repress her dreams or dream memories shut it down you should have a dream about winning the lottery and then stop dreaming yeah go out on a high (laughs) don't go out (laughs) on a being torn apart by wolves torn yikes Mm, mm, mm. i don't like it riley Mm, i don't like it i've got another dream from gracie from orlando woohoo I'm a detective working for the local police department to solve a serial murder case. God damn it. I'd go undercover as different professions such as a pizza boy for my missions and meet my contact, the police chief, in the back of a shady alley where she'd hand me money and I gave her information. She she gave her a, her medium pepperoni <laughs> pizza with green onions. Oh, is green. that your favorite? No. You, you came up with what? that? No, it's green not. Green peppers? I meant green peppers, and it made no sense. You don't like onions, do you? No, I do. (laughs) That was such a random choice of pizza. Well, I had pizza day. That was not what was on it. (laughs) Oh, even more random. (laughs) She goes to the police chief. She's like, psst, psst. Do you like mushrooms or pepperoni? I got half (laughs) mushroom, half pepperoni. What side do you want? Now give me the intel. Or just just give the chief the whole thing. (laughs) Maybe that, too. Maybe she doesn't want to share. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) On my way there, I'd run into a girl running her flower shop. And we'd chat before I'd get going. Turned out that she's a shape-shifting monster behind all the murders. As I ran into her again later, 
feasting on a dead body while I was investigating a suspect's house. Does she still have the pizza she beat me outfit to the on? Station. The delivery outfit? Do you think? Oh, She's like, stop. Maybe. In the name go, of Pizza Hut. Can you go Hut. through red lights if you, <laughs> if you have a pizza delivery? Oh, you put like, on a little siren and go through the like how they the have like, little delivery hats on it. You just you put a little spinning through light in it. I like it. I'd hire Jimmy John's, though, because they're freaky fast at figuring out those, those oh, mysteries. Oh, they're freaky fast. Freaky fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and pretty freaky pretty tasty. tasty. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy John's. Sponsor us. Wanna sponsor us? <laughs> <laughs> she beat me to the police station after her identity was exposed and killed everyone in there, including my contact, the police chief. Whew. Turned out also to be her mother. Whom I called after I found out about her. As the last person alive who knows what she really is, she couldn't allow me to keep breathing and began to hunt me down. I started running and was pretty smug about it because there's a special ability of mine that allows me to blink out of this world and exit at a place of my choice. Yes, please. Very convenient to be on the force with that. Yeah. Yeah. I was terrified to see she didn't give up. Her claws ripped a hole into my space of nothingness, and her shape-shifted form kept chasing me with blood all over her. I blink. She follows. The chase went on so long that my hair turned gray, but she would not give up. (laughs) That is a long, that's exhausting. This is a long chase. Hold on. I got to get my walker. Let me get my readers. Oh, my God. (laughs) This chase is going to end in death no matter if it's by the <laughs> just, shape just, just run just to the graveyard age. just keep that's where it's gonna end so you might as well just, just make it easy going, for everyone <laughs> eventually she was able to close the distance before i was about to witness my own murder i woke up mm, well that's good you woke up wow. before that gracie well i wonder what yes. the shape shifter was sh- shifting into like are we talking like animal yes, shape i would like to know or like, like cryptids because that's what like, you think of primarily i feel like people think of shape-shifting as into like animals yeah but no you could shape-shift into anything. people like oh that would be another sudden, cool power to have too ooh. could you imagine yeah it's almost as good as being like invisible because i think you can get even away with more yeah because you can get away like like that cheetah you know, in a split Gone. second cheetah Cheetah fast. <laughs> she's like a cheetah. Next thing you know, she's a, a vampire. And then she's like sucking on your ear. <laughs> and then she shapeshifts to Scott Bakula. Oh, no. <laughs> this is a good shapeshifter. <laughs> she takes a lot of years to practice to get that good, I bet. It. Do- I mean, it does. <laughs> All right. I've got one here from Jessica from Elkhart, Indiana. Do you know that okay. Elkhart, Indiana is the RV capital of the world? I'm not sure about that, but I will tell you a short story. <laughs> it is. I mean, we've been there. It's like where they make the most RVs per capita than anywhere else. Well, we drove to Ohio once from Chicago, so we did go through Indiana. Mm-hmm. And every billboard we saw and i don't know if this is elkhart or near elkhart was an rv billboard and it was the same 
dealer. And we kept laughing because his name was Tom Raper. And it would say like, you're in Raper country. No. Welcome to Raper country. And we're like, this is a bad idea. I don't like that idea. Tom Raper. No. But I swear, this was... This is was it like a decade ago. Are you sure ago, it wasn't Tom Rapper? Remember. Well, there weren't two P's in it. Was it, it was Tom Reaper? R-A-P-E-R. Ooh, yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Mindy, stop trying to say I'm trying, Tom Raper. I'm trying to make this seem not so awful. Like, why would you... I mean, I guess it's your name, but I honestly would have... I would have a name change. Everywhere. But listen, though. Listen. Mm-hmm. Listening. Got my listening I, Like I said, on. this was at least 10 years ago. Okay. And I'm still talking about it. So obviously, if someone said, where do you buy an RV? The first place I might laugh, but I'd be like, go to Raper country. I'm oh still God. remembering it. So I don't know. That is insane. Maybe not for the best reason, but. Not for the best reason. The ads worked. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I think we're going to have to do some research and see if they maybe have progressed in the times and is like, you know, the marketing was not so. worth it. Perhaps, maybe. I hope. Yeah. I hope so. Anyhow, Elkhart, Indiana. Jessica, if you know of that family <laughs> name, let us know. If maybe that's her last name. We don't know. Jessica yeah, said. Maybe. I have a red Ford car in real life. In my dream, there okay. was some damage to the rear of my car next to the gas hatch. I'm in this building and I'm talking to a woman. I told her I had just damaged my car and asked how much I had to pay for the damage. She tells me that it's three cents. Oh, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> right? When have you ever had a car repair that's been three cents? I only have my debit card. There's like a $3 fee for my three cent purchase. What is this, 1910? They're like, oh, we can fix that bobble for three cents on the Model T. We just need a hay penny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She says, she then tells me I have to show her my driver's license just to verify the information on it. I give it to her, and she enters it. She asks me to look on the computer to make sure the information is correct. Everything's correct except for okay. the VIN number. Brooke, do you have your VIN number memorized? Yes, I do. It's 1-L-K-2-N. <laughs> no one wants my car. They can no. have the VIN. They're like, you can have my rundown car. When I tell her yeah. that that part's wrong, she apologizes me and lets me enter the correct number. I then ask her to confirm that I only owe six cents to my car. But she says, no, it's 12 cents because it's six cents for each time I damaged my car. This seems like a scam. Are we in Illinois? Mm, Yeah, this is scammy, scammy time. (laughs) I accept it and give her 12 cents. Still a steal. Still a good deal. After I leave, I notice my car is pulled halfway out into the parking lot. I questioned how it got there, but decides it doesn't matter. I get in the car, and as soon as I start it, the rear passenger side door opens, and a woman throws a bag into the back seat. I shout at her, Uh-oh. and she apologizes and doesn't get in. She just throws her bag like, in there. Take like, your dirty bag and get, take your dirty bag and get out of my car. Carol. Take your laundry with you. I want it. And what the fuck? I quickly drive off, and as soon as I do, she's screaming at me to come back. So, I continue Uh, driving. (laughs) Serves her right. Yeah. I look in the rearview mirror, and I see that my trunk is open. I decide to wait until I can pull over to the side of the road to close it. 
When I finally pull over, I get out, but now my red Ford is a green Volkswagen. What the what? <laughs> my question is, is like, what did that 12 cents bought you a lot? It bought you a whole new car. Jessica, I think it's a good deal. A shape-shifting car. <laughs> a shape-shifting car. <laughs> when I go to get gas, I want it to be like a, a hybrid electric vehicle. And then when I need it to go fast, yeah, so it's I want it to be like a, a hot rod. And then when I need to use take it for my kids for soccer, then it can be a minivan. But then most days, it's probably a minivan, just like a yeah. cute little hot jag black one. I'm not saying I have preferences, yeah. but yeah. Well, you, you sure came up with those models pretty damn quickly. When Brooke and I are head. going out on the town, it's going to be a limo with a hot tub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a stretch limo with red velvet interior. With a moonroof <laughs> that they don't care if we hang out the top of it off. Nope. Yeah. Try to stop us. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica wraps up by saying... I go to the trunk and see that there's a carpet in there. So I throw it on the grass and slam the trunk closed. When I do, an old man walks up and takes the carpet from the ground. But a younger guy tells the old man to leave it alone. And the old man places the carpet back on the grass. And then I woke up. Oh. Was there a body rolled into Mm. this carpet is the question. I think... I was going to say, why... You had to pay 12 cents to dispose of a body, I'm guessing here. Hmm. And is that really a good deal then? Lifetime Hmm. in prison? Because why else is there a carpet in anyone's trunk? No reason. If there's a carpet in a trunk, there's a body in it. Call 911. 100% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) What was in the bag then, do you think? Ooh, the, the the dismembered body parts, of course. Like the rest, I mean, you got the head. Because you can't put them all in the, you got to throw the head in the river. Oh, no. They the want legs all go fit. in a dumpster. Yeah, you got to put them in different the parts. torso goes yeah, in Yeah, you got to separate the body parts. The You're carpet. smart. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, I, I have lots of serial killer friends. <laughs> Dreamers. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> and you're really a good friend for not turning them in. So I appreciate that. I don't know when not nothing that I'm one of them. I'm not. <laughs> hey, I didn't say nothing. <laughs> Thank you so much, Larson, for submitting something we haven't seen yet. And I think that's really cool that we're this far into our podcast and got to experience something unique like that. So thank you so much, Larson. And our catnaps, they're always great, but keep them coming. We want to share as many as we can with all of you. So thank you again. Brooke, there's a couple words in the English language that have the root word hypnose. So hypnosis. Okay. Hypnotics. Yep. Do we know where that root word has been derived from? There's some really hip people that are coming <laughs> up with some cool, cool hip ideas. <laughs> well, actually, it ties. No. Nope. Actually, let me give you a little bit of history here. It ties to the Greek god hypnos. Ooh, I think that's a cool name. Do you like I Greek mythology? <laughs> do you like Greek mythology and Greek gods? Because I do. I today. find all mythology, even Norse mythology, very interesting, and Greek mythology. Okay, well, here we go. Today we're talking about the Greek god of Hypnos, this god of sleep. Yay! Okay. <sighs> you are amazing. You <laughs> always surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> Hypnos. It's fun. I, I like 
I like researching. I never liked it in high school. I never liked it in college. But when you get to look up things you like, it's a little more fun. Yeah. It's even more fun. Like when you're forced to read something you're learning, sometimes you're like, ugh. But if you do it on your own, you're like actually really fascinated. Yeah. And this is what jumped out to me this week was let's talk about the Greek god of sleep. So before we get to our boy Hypnos here, we have to talk about Mommy Dearest. (laughs) Our boy. His mom, (gasps) who's Nyx. She is one of the, I would say, higher up goddesses, you know, kind of the origin goddesses. Um, She is the Greek goddess of night, Nyx. (gasps) Makes sense. Nyx was supposedly a dreadful and powerful goddess. Very vengeful. Mm. Mm -hmm. Zeus even feared her. And he didn't even want to enter her realm. That says something, because Zeus was a dick. Zeus was a mean, old, (laughs) cranky dick. And if he's scared of Nyx, I'm scared of Nyx. She's a bad bitch. She's a bad bitch. Mm -hmm. Now, to add to her bad bitchiness, she (laughs) supposedly had a lot of children without the assistance of having a father. She's like, you know what? I'm going to have kids, and I don't need a man to have them. Go ahead, sister. So although there was a rumor, she had a little side piece, and his name was Erebus, who was the Greek god of darkness. We see contradicting stories, whether... These gods that were born, her sons actually had a father, or she just manifest them herself. Well, either way, still pretty cool. Yep. So she had two sons, and they were twins. Okay. She had Hypnos, our boy here, the god our of boy. sleep. And then she had Thanatos, which is his twin brother and the god of peaceful death. Whoa, weird, very weird different directions there well i guess not sleep can be a peaceful but kind death. of similar sleep can be a version it can of peaceful death could be version of sleep but not only that there's also rumor that she gave birth to many other children but i'm just gonna i'm gonna go through a few of them here okay just to kind of give you an idea of who this nyx girly is <laughs> the god of doom and destiny the god Ooh. of destruction and death hmm the god of blame, the god of pain and distress, the god of fates, the god of retribution, deceit, old age, strife. So she got herself a nice cranky. clan of children. Yeah, she's cranky. She makes some cranky she, kids. She's like a she's a forty year old girl that's like, I don't really care. Zeus, just give step off step yes. off my world. <laughs> Get off my jock. I don't need a man. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about our boy Hypnos here. Yeah. He lived in the underworld of Hades. Yes. More specifically on the island of Lemnos, Hmm. which was supposedly his very own dream island. He lived next to his twin brother, as twins often do. You know, Mm -hmm. they got to keep it close. Keep it close. Hypnos supposedly lived in a big cave. (laughs) Sounds Living the cave life. (laughs) The cave life. (laughs) Talk about a man cave. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's like, I like darkness, I like sleep, and this is my man cave. Hey, that makes a lot of sense. I actually hate that term. Man cave? But, <laughs> and girl shed or whatever. Like, oh, no. she shed. She shed. She shed, that's it. She shed, and, no, stop with that. Stop. Okay. And stop so, with pickleball, people. I'm sorry. We need to stop with the pickleball. <laughs> we're just... This is our, our New Year's wish list, our resolution list. These Things are, we're getting rid of. These are our grievances. Man caves, she sheds, and pickleball. 
shut it down. I think she also gave birth to the god of grievance. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is all making sense now. <laughs> yeah, it is, right? I like this bad bitch. I do too. So Hypnosis Cave was lovely. It was next <laughs> to the river Leth. It was Ooh. the river of forgetfulness. Now, supposedly the river ran through his cave, which would explain while, why we sleep, that we forget things. Oh. Hmm. And the river Leth is known to be where night and day meet. So fascinating. Some sources say that outside of the cave was an entrance that was like a grotto. So let's oh. talk about his cave here. Okay. Even though I'm, I hate to use the term hypnosis man cave there was a grotto yes where he had several poppies of course and other types of hypnotic plants oh so he is opening them up he is just opiated out having a good old sleep he's opiated out he's an herbologist during the day and he's his just cave is in poppies and opium. opium den by night Cave by day, opium den by night. (laughs) Hot. (laughs) Now, his cave was supposedly had no light or sound would enter because this grotto was so full of these plants that no light or sound would enter his cave. Wow. Sensory deprivation. His cave did not have a door, as most caves, I guess, don't. But it was specifically said his cave did not have a door because he did not like to be stirred by the sound of hinges. Oh, that's so specific. Hinges. <laughs> not not like the door slamming or like the rattling of the handle. No. Just didn't like hinges. He was not What's a hinge What's your biggest guy. pet peeve? Hinges. Oh, they really rub me the wrong way. <laughs> Squeak. Oh, now, inside his cave, most gods had thrones they sat upon, but Hypnos did not. He had a couch of ivory. That sounds lovely. Except but for... But it's not very comfortable. Not at all. Maybe it's like suede, an ivory color of suede. Oh, that's better. Let's say that. And I don't that's like better. that yeah, let's say where that. ivory would have had to come from. So let's, No, right? Yeah, let, let's say the color ivory. Okay. And his bed was made of ebony. Okay. Also not the most comfortable sleeping surface, I would Mm-mm. think. Very black and white, and though. And ivory. Yep. Now, when it comes to depictions of what Hypnos looked like, he was often depicted as a young man, strong, good, handsome, Hot. good, handsome, good, handsome looking. Good, handsome looking. Body. body. <laughs> <laughs> but he also had a little bit of a drawback. He had wings, but they were mostly... Show, either shown on his shoulders, which would have been hot, but also on his, like, eyebrows, temples area, which would have been a little off-putting. Well, I'm not going to say no, but I'd like to take a look <laughs> first. <laughs> if he takes you to his couch of ivory, you're like, that's eh, fine. I can I can get past the wings on your eyebrows. I can get past those wings. <laughs> I don't know. It might look cool. <laughs> If you check out our blog, we're going to make sure to put pictures up there so you can see pictures of like just art that was depicting hypnos in the day. So yeah, you can, you can decide to. then, Brooke, if you like the eyebrow wings or I think not I'm going to. So <laughs> <laughs> Often in early art, his attributes of things he carries would include 
a horn of sleep-inducing opium. Please, Hypnos, come to me now. (laughs) Please, I need to sleep. (laughs) Um, Sometimes he's depicted holding a poppy stem. Wow. A branch of dripping water from the river, Leth. Or an inverted torch. Which Hmm. I think is interesting. It it took me a minute to think about, like, you know, because it's night, it's upside down, it's different, it's backwards than light. I don't know. I like the horn of opium the best. (laughs) Opium? Yeah. The horn of opium, I think, is the best thing he carries around. (laughs) (laughs) And then talking about his temperament, he was often seen as a calm and gentle god, much unlike his mother. I was going to say, he was completely opposite from Mommy Dearest. Yes. I think he's like, Mom, you're just crowding me. I just got to do my own thing. I just want to go peace. live in a cave. I don't like light. I like getting high on the poppies, mom. You just don't understand me, mom. <laughs> you might like the night, but I just want some peace and some quiet. Just trying to sleep. You're always just like yapping at me. Ten more minutes. Hypnos, take out the trash. Hypnos, walk the dog. Mom, I just want to rest. I had a long day. Let me go back to my poppy den. Yes. And just let me rest. Please. He slams the door, but no, he doesn't have a door. No, he doesn't have a door. No hinges. (laughs) (laughs) So he's seen as being calm and gentle because he helped humans in need and in need of rest. So he was often seen as a calm and gentle God that helped humans. But because he helped humans sleep he technically owned half their life so oh just, really just a that's, side that, little thing yeah i didn't realize was, there was that technicality involved in the process <laughs> <laughs> read the fine print <laughs> brooke do you want my horn of opium you're gonna have to give me half your life which half do you want for your horn of opium <laughs> which half must i give up <laughs> so he's noted in a couple works of literature the first story i will tell you is so there's two stories i'm gonna share today okay the first story is the tale of Selene and edmian now Selene is the moon goddess nice and she falls in love with edmian who is a mortal shepherd oh mortal some say he was an astron- astronomer, but when you're okay. just looking after like sheep and goats all day, what don't you look you at the do? stars? Like, what else you got to do? Yeah, sure. So Celine loved him so much and just loved the way he looked when this mortal was sleeping Aww. that she asked Zeus to make him that way forever. Oh, and no. so he wouldn't age because gods don't age, but mortals do. So she asked Zeus to make him look that way and not age. So Hypnos lulled the human to rest with his eyes wide open so that they may look at each other throughout history as he didn't age. Oh. So this human chose eternal life. Just laying there with eyes open? He's, yeah, I guess. It's kind of creepy. (laughs) Like sleeping with your eyes. But you're looking at your love. You're looking at your moon goddess. So, But that's all you do for eternity? (laughs) Just lay there and look? Yeah. Just look at your moon goddess. I mean, it's a nice yeah. view, I'm sure, so, but oof. it's a long time. Yeah, it's, it's a long eternity. kind of long. It tends to be a long so time. So that was the first story we ever heard of uh, Hypnos. Well, maybe he was just the second one learning, he appeared you know? In. Maybe he's figuring it all yeah. out. 
Oh, good point. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe he didn't know how to put people to sleep and bring them back. Yeah. Like see? A, a magician needs to Practice. hone their craft. I yes. think that's a good idea. Yeah. Good Let's point. Let's go with that. Because in story two, it does, he is a little better. Okay. I will say. In story two, he appeared actually in the 14th book of Homer's The Iliad, which is an epic poem book about Greek gods. If you didn't have to read it in high school, go look it up. It's awfully boring, but let me give you the <laughs> breakdown. So in this story, we talk about Hera. Now, Brooke, oh, do you know who Hera is? I do know who Hera is. And she was the wife of Zeus, correct? Yes. <laughs> I think she was married, but she really didn't like him much. I was going to say, she wasn't a mm-hmm. great lady either. A lot of anger going on in Greek mythology. <laughs> yes. So Hera, she was the goddess of marriage and of birth. And she hated Zeus. She's married to him. Just really didn't like him well that's not a first it could be because it's also her brother yeah and her husband so it might brother have to do with that yeah not good so Hera wanted to hurt Zeus so she came up with a plan to trick him to help the Danonians win the Trojan War okay but she needed help from Hypnos to kind of defeat Zeus so Hera asked Hypnos to put Zeus to sleep Ooh. Yeah, but this wasn't the first favor she ever asked of him. He had put Zeus to sleep once before, and it didn't go well. Like, he's still practicing. Oh, yeah, he's still And Zeus woke up, and he was, like, pissed. Oh, I bet pissed. Zeus was He's like, mad. why'd you do this? So Hypnos ran back to Mommy. Like, Mommy, hide me. Nyx took him in her mouth, which is it says mouth, but they, they interpret it as her cave, and hit him until Zeus calmed down. <laughs> until Zeus calmed down. <laughs> So Hera comes back to hypnosis again. She's like, I know, I know it didn't work out so good for you last time, but I really need your help again. Let's give it and a hypnosis shot. And hypnosis is like, mm, make me an offer. <gasps> Ooh, he is learning. Mm-hmm. Getting smarter and smarter. Told Hera, what do you want to give me for that? Hera says, well, I have this golden seat that you can have. It never falls apart. And I have a footstool that goes with it. That sounds lovely. It's like a two-for-one deal. <laughs> Buy one, get one free. A golden throne. But you know Hypnos. He likes he his ivory he likes couch his ivory and his couch. ebony bed. He's like, no, thank you. I don't I want that. I live in a cave. What I else you got? I don't need that. <laughs> I'm not so, in my mother's cave anymore. I have my own cave. <laughs> I'm in my own cave. My man cave. <laughs> Hypnos's man cave. He's got like a sign on the front. <laughs> Nick's not welcome. Mom's not welcome. Nick's not welcome. Nick's and Zeus. <laughs> Hera had to go back to the drawing board. Mm, boy. She comes back and says, you know, I heard you like this pretty girl named Panthea. She's the youngest of the charity graces. Okay. And Hypnos is like, yeah, I've kind of always had a crush on her. You're like, now we're, now young we're talking. Goddess. She's the goddess of relaxation and hallucinations. They need to go together. Okay, so he's got this thing. He's got this thing for her. He's always had this thing for her. So Hera says, Hypnos, if you help me with Zeus, my asshole brother husband, (laughs) I will make sure you and this chick will get married. And he goes, deal. Let's do it. It's a deal. Now let's get it done. Okay. But Hypnos didn't trust her so he's like let's swear let's swear by the river sticks and let's call Mm -hmm. in the gods the underworld to be witness to our 
smart. our agreement here. Because he's no fool. He's no, been around. He's, he's, he's old smart. enough now. Yeah. She's like, fine deal. I'll do it in front of witnesses. So Hera got all dialed up one night, went to see her husband Zeus <laughs> on Garganus, the topmost peak of Mount Ida. And Hera, she she looked gorgeous. I mean, she dressed the nine. She went to Aphrodite's and got even like a charm <gasps> necklace to wear. Ooh. And so she, went, she went to Zeus and said, "Hey, babe, sorry about the fight. Let's let's kind of like Canoodle. maybe make up." <laughs> Zeus <laughs> Zeus thought Hera was just like a hottie. She's like, "Who, girl?" <laughs> he didn't suspect anything. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, baby." It's like that that necklace gas mm-hmm. me gas me feeling all the feelings. <laughs> Hypnos was sitting nearby. He was shrouded in a thick mist, hidden upon a top of a pine tree. Just kind of keep an eye on this conversation, waiting to zoom in and help Hera out as he had promised. Hera said to Zeus, she made up some lie about her parents were fighting and she wanted them to stop and maybe they should just talk it out. And Zeus said, "Hey, baby." Why don't you stay the night? And he says, Hera, I've never been as more in love with you as I am right now in this moment. And he took her into an embrace and Zeus and Hera just embracing. And then Hypnos went to work, (gasps) putting him to sleep with Hera in his arms. Oh, my gosh. Zeus out like a (laughs) light. So while Zeus was asleep, Hypnos traveled to the ships to tell Poseidon, the god of the sea, that he could now help in the war and give a victory to the dentists while Zeus was sleeping. Wow. Go ahead, hit And it worked. They won the war. Good job. And the question comes down to the love story. Did Hypnos marry the girl of his dreams? He did. <gasps> the god of sleep married the goddess of relaxation and hallucinations. It's meant to be. It really is. And like many Greek gods... Hypnos bore children that supported his goals and purpose in life. So he had three sons. His sons were known to be the gods of dreams. Oh, oh, I love this Morpheus, story. who brought the dreams of men. Isolus, who brought the dreams of animals. And Phthanesus, well, who brought the dreams of inanimate objects. Wow. And that, Brooke, will be part two of the story, <gasps> The Gods. Uh, the yay! I can't wait to hear about Morpheus. Because, you know, mm-hmm. that's a character from sounds... The Matrix. And I'm sure that's where they oh, got is the it? name from. Yes, 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 yes. Probably. But now now you know who his daddy and his mommy are. I'm getting, his I'm getting it. Yeah, we've got Nyx, <laughs> Hera, Zeus, a horn of opium. I mean... That's why I take from it. <laughs> I should have drawn a family tree. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll work on will. that for next week. I bet you will. <laughs> and that bestie is the story of Hypnos, the Greek god of sleep. Awesome. Yay. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. So I have a crazy story to share with you of my own sleep, my own, my own Hypnos night, if you will. I want to hear. So I'm having... A dream, and it's not enough to share as like a dream in the episode. So I'm just gonna give it here in the chit chat. Okay. I was laying. You've seen my our new aquarium cabinet. I was like kind it's of beautiful. laying on this the top of this cabinet, where like right next to my aquarium. Okay. In my dream, 
and I look above me and it's only like it's only two feet tall so there's only yeah. like an it would only be like a foot from me to like the, the top of this cabinet and I see spiders I see this huge oh, spider Mindy. web and these spiders start crawling all around my face I know you don't like spiders I start swinging towards these spiders. First of all, I don't want them to like bite me, and I don't want them to get in the fish tank. So right. I start swatting at these spiders. Oh, oh God. God. I hit Mark in the middle of the night. <laughs> you did? <laughs> we talk about it I all smacked him in the face. <laughs> I love this story. He goes, what? What? What'd you, what'd you hit me for? And I go, there were spiders. <laughs> and he looks at me, he's like, He's like, that wasn't very nice. <laughs> that wasn't. <laughs> I was like, that wasn't my dream. I'm, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know I did. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know. Have you ever hit him before? Kicked him? Anything like no. that? No. I can't I mean, believe I'm sure this I've, is like, a done, like a hypnotic jerk thing. Sure. Sure. But I've but never like, like just happened to be where my hand was was like straight on his face, like a punch to the nose. <laughs> like it was. <laughs> That'll wake so you up specific, like right towards his face. <laughs> I scared the shit out of him. I it woke me up because I realized I had hit him. <laughs> Man, those spiders, they were... I wasn't happy. I don't, I don't blame you. I would probably have been swinging, too. <laughs> That's very unsettling. Awful. Yeah. What about you? Are you? How was your week? Are you getting ready for the holidays? You have Christmas shopping done? How are we looking? I am G2G. Good to go. I am done. I have not wrapped, but I am done, and I'm going to bring everything over to my parents' house, because I usually, the last few years, help my dad wrap his gifts, so I do it all in one big wrapping session, so. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And then your legs cramp. Then your legs cramp, and the cats think they're being very helpful when they decide to run and slide across. No. And shred the wrapping paper. (laughs) I can't. I can't even do it near our dog. I can't do no. it near Kingston because it would be. He would think all of it's for him. It's toy. It's like the best thing. Like oh. I don't know why it's so interesting, but wrapping papers like catnip. It's just like it draws them in, and they yeah. can't help themselves. <laughs> but yeah, that's good. You're done. That's awesome. How about you? I know you have a much more complicated holiday system, <laughs> and a lot I more know kids. You have spread yeah, six sheets. kids spreadsheets that you use to keep track of everything you know it's <laughs> funny you mentioned that because i i feel like i'm more ahead this year than i have been because i'm all cut up on work my editing and stuff for the wedding yeah. season is done so i feel like i'm ahead of the game um i did start my spreadsheets this week i did start <laughs> my orders online but oh i did find this out which i thought thought was very interesting do you know your sun rising for your astrological sign I think it's Gemini, and I think my mm. I think my moon is too, which is weird. And I'm not one hundred percent sure though. Well, I have to look into that's it further. Interesting. I just found out I'm a Virgo rising, so I'm a Virgo with a Virgo rising. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, that really does make a lot of sense. Yeah, for I my wonder where the Gemini part comes yeah. in. Maybe because I'm like half super Virgo and half. Eh, because it depends on the time of day you're yeah. born for your sun rising and your like lo- geographic location. Yeah, I have to double check. How do I find out? I just found a website. Okay. I'll put a link in the show notes. But yeah, so I started my spreadsheets. I feel like I've gotten 
way ahead of it. I already got like the hard to order stuff, the things that'll take longer to come in. Those are already ordered. Stuff that's Amazon that's like next day shipment. I'll worry about later no this problem. week. But yeah. I feel like I've got a good jump on it. Wow. This weekend is our family Christmas, which I'm excited for because it's been like three years since we've all gotten together for like a huge family Christmas. Yeah, you which guys you are going to have one. fun. Now I'm in charge of like games for the kids. So I have a list for that. Um, a list for prizes for games and then I have the list of what everyone's bringing for appetizers and what we need to bring so I have lists it's it's list season I don't care if you call it Christmas season it's list season for Mindy (laughs) list things are getting checked off of it it's listmas time of year happy (laughs) listmas I need you to have a t-shirt that says happy listmas and then there's just a check mark next to it because it's checked off the list yep. <laughs> that's the best part of the shirt it's not as good as your your uh t-shirt idea that we talked about before we hit record which was teenagers on the front and then just a, a knife stabbing the heart yeah i think that's 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 it's key don't steal it copyright tm, TM. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> anyone with a teenager would buy that shirt. Yeah, anyone with teenager stuff. Steak for the heart. But I still buy presents for them. You gotta hear mama, you love them still. You might not <laughs> like them sometimes, but you always love them. I always love them, that is for sure. <laughs> yep. Bessie, let us know how your Christmas shopping's going. And also, if you have any dreams to submit about holidays, winter, Santa, Hanukkah. What's the other? Krampus. We want to hear all your holiday yes. dreams. So you can submit them to remolations at gmail.com for our upcoming holiday episode. Ooh. All right, Bestie, that wraps up another show. So before you go, do us one favor, and that's to tell your best friend about the podcast. Tell that person who you drew for the white elephant. Just slip a little note in their gift and tell them about the podcast i mean that's the best gift you can give them (laughs) and us and yourself Mm -hmm. you can tell your favorite crypt loving husband about the show or that or you can tell that mortal you fell in love with who's just eyes keep staring at you for eternity tell them about the show just actually just put it right in front of their face on a on a note card that way they can't move they just have to look at that Tell them about the show. Or maybe put some headphones on their ears. That would give them a little something to do for eternity. Bestie, that's how we grow. That's how we continue to come back each and every week. Just tell one person. Thank you. Until next week, Bestie. Get those gifts under the trees and make sure you're nice and not naughty. Or be a little naughty. Or be a lot naughty. Until then. Sweet. Dreams, bitches. bitches! And your 10 foot pole. <laughs> That's how I'm putting all the gifts under my tree. Just shoving them in there with a 10 foot pole. <laughs> <laughs>